Dylan. What are you up to tonight? Oh, you know, nothing much. Just hanging out alone. Oh, are you really? That's so sad. I've got my box wine and I'm ready to go on Skype. It's ladies night. Oh, too bad you're a boy. You could totally come hang out with us. You know, I don't think that's a problem, me being male. I think actually it would be much better for you guys ah do you because that sounds a little bit like adult themes and strong language and i have a feeling that i should warn everybody listening to this right now that this podcast is gonna have a lot of them oh fuck you're right i shouldn't say that should i oh and we can cuss now i totally just disclaimed it it's fine oh thank god so why don't we talk about a little something uh a bit more adult then Oh, I I really would like to talk about that R-rated movie, but I should warn you, too, that this is going to contain spoilers. So if you haven't seen the anime we're about to talk about, I mean, you probably should. Or any anime, really. There's spoilers everywhere. Hey, Gigi, you know what I want to do right now? I want to make you feel good. I'm not like all guys that are just about pleasing themselves. Oh, Oh my. Well, now that you said that, um, the opinions and ideas expressed by the members of this podcast do not necessarily express the feelings and views of Dub Talk as a whole. They're from the individual people. So now we can't get sued or hopefully arrested. And here's one thing I really want you to understand, Gigi. I could have anybody, but no, I want you. Stop. Oh my gosh, you're going to get us in trouble. I don't know. I really need to go with the ladies. Oh, they can come too. I mean, I have room for more people, of course. I have a huge mansion. (gasps) Stop it. Do you have brothers? Oh, yes. I have six of them. And guess what? We like to do it at the same time. Okay. Now you've really got me kind of convinced, but... Well, why don't I just call you little bitch? Fuck this podcast, I'm done. Gigi, it's ladies night, so get your little bitch ass back here or so help me. (sighs) Sorry, I gotta go. We really have to do this. It's ladies night. Can I take a rain check? Here, here, I'll give you ponchos in the first five rows. You'll probably need them. Bye. Oh, don't worry. I love Hello, one and all, and welcome to another episode of Dub Talk, the podcast where a group of creatures of the night get together and discuss the latest and greatest in English dubs. And tonight, oh, tonight, it's finally time, ladies and gentlemen. Get out a straw for your box wine because you'll need it to drink while you're chained to the wall. It's not only ladies' night, but it's also the sequel episode to shockingly our most popular one are you ready to be covered in blood more blood bust out the red string of fate and tie that sucker around your wrist because it's time for diabolic lovers more blood season two of that unforgettable romp of one girl and her quest to not become the dinner of a nest of sexy vampires my name is Gigi, and when I'm not buying Bishi merch for days over on my channel, Anime Palooza, 
Talking about Diabolic Lovers has pretty much become my passion project, and I even have my own Shoujo Trash hashtag to show for it. Joining me is the OG Ladies Night crew, Steph and Megan, who will probably be kink-shaming me all night, but I am prepared for the onslaught. I brought ponchos This is a kink-shame-free... No kink-shaming allowed. Only... <laughs> Gigi, you, Gigi, you forget that Diabolic Lovers is one of my guilty pleasure animes. God you bless. forget that I like this show. Only Jesus can kink-shame you. Yes. <laughs> so I hope Jesus isn't listening, because I'm going to get on my knees a lot, and that's going to be awkward. You're going to hell after that. I know. So You're, why I'm don't you just... go to hell now. I'm going to... I was about to say some pretty blasphemous shit. <laughs> so, Please don't. Hold it in. So for the sake of our Christian audience, I'm going to bite my tongue. Please. But Gigi Megan's gonna... probably knows where I was going with this. Megan's going to put her knees together and pray. <laughs> Um, so why don't you guys introduce yourselves and let our audience know some of your turn-ons and turn-offs since it's ladies' night and it's time for Diabolic Dude, Trash. I, I did not sign up for that. Uh, My shit. name is Megan, and when I don't like crying and playing League of Legends, my kink is nothing because fuck all y'all. <laughs> Hi, my uh, name is Megan, and my kink is suffering because I read Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> my name is Megan, and if I'm lost, please return me to Lilac Anime Reviews. God damn it. Review spelled R-E-V-U-E. V-U-E. <laughs> oh god, I swear to god, if we actually make sure it's for, let's say that at A-Fest, I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh no, I spelled it wrong in the A-Fest fucking mess of this group um i'm going to fucking kill you <laughs> and, her trigger uh, is justin timberlake i can't listen to that song the same way ever again you don't understand you will soon uh, if you don't already yeah y'all if you just, just oh that's right face. this is the episode that started the digging Yes. yes! Dig a hole, dig a hole. Dig That's a why hole. I said when we get to that certain character, I'm out for 20 minutes. But um, if you don't understand what we're talking about and you haven't seen the first iteration Why are you this, watching you the will. second episode, you idiot? First Guys, of all, I you got need to go covered. see the first one. I got it covered. But uh, I didn't sign up for the whole kink revealing thing, so I'm just going to like zip my mouth right now. So stuff like zippers, that's good to know. They have <laughs> no! teeth, they're kind of sharp. No! Oh dear sweet baby Jesus, you are putting words in my mouth. Look, we're all ladies here, it's fine. But the last time I shared something that was personal, shit blew up in my face, so no. <laughs> that sounds like a really good Saturday game. night. <laughs> Can we just move along? Yes, yes, yes. Well, please. Fine. Let me preface this episode by letting you guys know that this is a dub review and there won't be any predictions. Now, if you missed our very first Ladies Night episode, I highly suggest you listen to it or at least watch the first season of Diabolic Lovers because we're about to jump right into the spoiler bloodbath. 
For those of you who have yet to subject yourselves to the greatest shoujo trash of all time, Diabolic Lovers More Blood takes place shortly after the end of season one, with Yui still shacking up with six Sakamaki brothers who use her for their bedtime snack on the regular. However, after a car crash, she is kidnapped by four new vampires who take her to live in their mansion because all vampires are super rich, hot, and in high school, and you wonder why I like them. The Mukami brothers believe- What Wait, I learned not about from high Twilight school. is- <laughs> What I learned from Twilight is- The Mukami- <laughs> You don't want to know. The Mukami no. brothers believe Yui is their Eve and that by drinking her blood, they will discover which one of them is the Adam who has the power to rule the world. There are veiled Old Testament references throughout, but since this anime is based on an Otome game, the real question is, which sexy man will be Yui's diabolic lover? Spoiler, it's all of them. God bless. Drop the mic. I'm done. <laughs> what in doubt? <laughs> Let them all bang it out. Oh my god. I'll bang it out. Oh. 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 I love this show oh so much. Oh, this show. Here's the weird thing. Season one is a piece of shit, but season two is actually decent. No joke. I love season one. Like, I don't like season two as much as season one, but... Season one makes me want to set things on fire. Well, season one is a piece of trash, which is probably why Gigi likes it more than season two. Because <laughs> I don't care about the plot. I just want to know how they're gonna suck me. Look at this trash. The... Isn't it and yet, and yet I think care about my the plot. harem's complete? <laughs> Legitimately. God, the girl, the girl who has... Everything. Legitimately, though, if you <laughs> look if at you, this, if you look at this, shut. I'm trying. If you can, fine. <laughs> if you are legitimately a person who actually cares about plot and story, like I kind of do sometimes, legit season two is story is actually decent compared to season one. Till the train wreck like, of fucking no ending. This yeah, is true. exactly. Like no joke. <laughs> Uh, but we're probably going to talk about that a bit more as we go through. So yeah, so let's get this uh, let's get this trash show on the road. Um, we're going to start by talking about the director and the writer of this wonderful, wonderful sequel, and they are different from the directing and writing team of the first season, um, who oh I don't God. remember. But if you recall, we didn't really care for it that much the first time. Um, but this time. Our director is Mr. Christopher Ayers, and our writer is the fun police himself, Mr. David Wald. The fun police Uh, wrote this shit. Give me two seconds. I can remind you of who the director and the writer were for the first season. Uh, ADR director for season one was Janice Williams, while the script was helmed by Cameron Lantos. So those two are the staffers for season one. And yeah, we have different staff for this season. Yes. Thank thank, God. Thank God. Oh, God. Okay. So Christopher Ayers, he has directed pretty much every Sentai title other than the ones Kyle Colby Jones has in the past four years. But um, some of his you know varied works he's directed another so like a horror anime he's directed say i love you which is a really good romance anime and he's directed maria holic which is a yuri comedy that's actually funny and fun fact for those of you who know why i'm called queen of the cage it has to do with toma from amnesia he also voiced toma in amnesia oh that's funny so chris (laughs) Ayers is my cage master (laughs) Oh no! And that took a grand total of 
of <laughs> ten minutes before we have inzonorably offended somebody, and I didn't even need to make my horrible Jesus joke. How is that? Have to, what does the cage have to do with Jesus? It's only probably gonna get worse from here. Look here, Shrug we have yourselves only... in, kids. We're in for a fun ride. Everybody, welcome <laughs> aboard the SS Trash, the Trash Marine, where we're going to be diving into the Mariana Trench of Skank. Honk honk. <laughs> oh my god. Well, our our oh, good buddy David Wald, the fun That's police. right, kids. We're gonna find um, that pearl or hasn't ri- jewel or whatever the fuck the bitch threw off at the end of Titanic tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, David Wald. David Go Wald, the fun, fun police. police. Um, we'll talk about his acting roles a little later, but for writing, he's only written two series other than this one. Um, one of them is Chivalry of a Failed Knight, which I haven't seen. The other one is uh, I think that School one, Live. I think that one hasn't come out yet. Really? I think it's... Chivalry of a Failed Knight hasn't come out yet. I believe as, like, it's coming out soon, this. though. Neither yeah. has School Live. So other than the movie that I found on Wiki, which it's a movie, so it doesn't count, um, this might be the first anime series that David Wald has ever written, guys. Oh my god, we just took his V-card. <laughs> and there's another dip. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Speaking uh, of... Go Speaking of fun police, we're going to learn the origin of where that came from a little while later, too. Uh, we are, we are. Um, but so, what did you guys think of our brand spanking new director and writer? Why couldn't why the, the fuck two of them... were they not on season one? That, and two, why the fuck couldn't Dave Wald write Dramatical Murder and make it as trashy <laughs> and fun as this show was? <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, Dave Wald also voices the fuckable dog in that show. Um, yes, that's that's also true facts. Hey, Dave. Um, hi, Dave. But, like, hi, Dave. I'm, We're sorry. <laughs> not really, but... Yeah. I'm gonna... Like, I'm, think, I... I'm spiting my tongue so hard not to make a really bad taste fairy tale joke. Okay, okay, so um, let, me, let me distract it a bit. So, because I hadn't had the chance to watch the dub of season two at all until we were gonna be getting ready to do this episode and and Gigi sent me the extra copy she had thank you Gigi by the way Welcome. Uh, <laughs> but um I kept hearing things from Gigi is like they made it all hammy they made it hammy and campy and so much more fun in the first season people say fuck d- d- yeah yes basically like it's so campy and it's not like over dramatic and over the top but it's just campy enough to make it fun to listen to and to watch and that's uh, that's probably both on the efforts of both chris and dave uh with directing and writing so props to the two of them um in staffing this beautiful thing <laughs> and and making season making the not so good dub that is season one and bringing it to another level in season two and making it so enjoyable (laughs) oh my gosh like the level of shoujo trash in this and now when i say shoujo trash i say it with love when i say something's trashy you'll know if it's a bad trashy but shoujo trash is love and in the first five minutes from just pushing play on my dvd chris airs you can already tell like a tonal switch like all of the yeah. actors are having more fun. It's just, it, it feels that so much more care has been given to this 
dub in the subtle touches. It's just so much fun. And then David Wald, I think he knows it's trash, guys. Like, I think he he could maybe be a well, shoujo he, trash he, believer. Well, he was in season one. He knows it. So, of course he knows it's trash. He and knows the material. He, and I think you can tell by the people who watch and comment on the show, like, what they want. Because I'll yeah. admit, season... Gigi... Uh, I will admit, watching season one was really, like, a slog. Like, it took forever to get through. I was surprised how fast season two went by. I don't know if it's because I actually like the the new boys better. Um, I mean, true facts. The new boys are better. The true facts. The new boys are better. Fuck the Sakamakis. besides the point. We'll fight that later. I mean, we are going to Texas (laughs) together. We can always do what the fans want and... Get wet and whack each other with pool noodles. <laughs> um. <laughs> or. Anyways. We can be classy motherfuckers, sit down at our nice table in our nice suite, and debate it over dinner where we try to poison each other all of the fun police. Um, oh my god. But. <laughs> anyway. But. Uh, I, I think that the, the direction on this season is really good, and I've had some issues with. Chris Ayers and trashy shows based off of visual novels where you fuck things. <laughs> we're uh, not gonna talk no. about it again. And nope. Alright, we're gonna talk about the fuckable dog. Um, but uh, no, I think he really <laughs> <Thanks>. did. <laughs> oh, come on, we all know Ren was best boy. No, I was, I was choking on my soda when you said that. <laughs> on her that's soda. Like, that's like air quotes. <laughs> Air quotes. Oh my god. First she's losing stuff know. in her face, now she's choking. Was it Subaru flavored? Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna go now. You guys no, do the rest of the no, show without me. No, Was it Subaru no. cream soda? Oh god. I Bef- mean... Before, before we <laughs> Oh my god, it was cream soda! Do you want a cream pie after that? And this is why Megan, out of nowhere, when we were doing the announcement episode with Hardy, called us the fucking slut squad. I <laughs> mean, squad! slut Don't squad powers activate. Oh my god. Form of uh, a dildo. <laughs> can we please move on before I just want to kill yes, everything? Yes, yes, yes. So, like me... I said, please don't let me die in a castle in Texas. No, 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 so, no, no. Um, so before before we move on to uh, our favorite vamp squad, um, I just I just want to say that um, David Wald is clearly earning this TVMA rating that it yes. has because the amount of curse words put into this dub. Number one, I love it when boys curse. It's super fucking hot, obviously. Um, number two, like they are just abundant. There are curse words everywhere. So hide your kids, hide your wife, put the earmuffs on. Yeah, it's fucking Cause, great. Because I don't think we real. I don't think they really had like had maybe few times when cursed or none at all in the first season like and and then here here they just went for it and they they were like went for it off and running it was oh my god like i want to know who was in charge of the sound mixing because whoever you are you're a godsend for making the slurping noises louder and more obnoxious (laughs) i literally wrote down and described every single slurping noise for every character they are that's Gigi's kink they are all different 
and I will explain they to them as we go through. And they all have something to do with the character's personalization. Yeah. Oh National Geographic presents Sakamakis <laughs> on display. A guy oh, sensual slurping. How do the Sakamaki <laughs> slug suck? Gigi is here to tell you how. Oh my um, god. And I David, think bottom line, though, staff-wise, we're good. Double entendres everywhere, and also he has great insults. Like, there was... Stop sucking! Like, there was part about the zombie apocalypse, and I fucking great. died. So, it was good. Wait, what, also... Oh, wait, what was that line? It was a line about this. What is this? The zombie apocalypse or something? And it, I don't remember. Oh, I yeah. just wrote down zombie apocalypse. Oh, and I, I have to bring this up real quickly, too, because it was the first thing I wrote in my notes. Uh, there was a lot of coons in there. There's a lot of what? Coon. What? Like Ayato Oh yeah, they kept and songs like Reggie song. And I wanted to they beat her over the head with a baseball bat to make her stop. It was like somebody left the string in the pulley string. About to say, I think that's the only thing I have a problem with, but well, it also adds to level of camp at the same time. <laughs> well, you know, and the, it's weird because everybody in a Sakimaki, every, all the Sakimakis were, um, San. All the Mukamis no, were Kun from Yui, from Yui. Really? Which shows you her level of respect I, I, I don't, from the Sakamakis versus the Mukamis. I thought she only referred to Reiji as San and the rest of the Sakamakis were Because Reiji gonna Did put she? her, Reiji gonna teach her where her, Reiji gonna put something where the San don't shine. Oh, oh my god. Oh, speaking of double entendres, thank you, God, for those. David Wald. <laughs> yeah. God bless you. God, thank I'm you so, so much for camping the shit time. out of this dub. I feel so bad because I had a chance to meet David Wald one time, but I hadn't watched a lot of stuff with him in it yet, so I feel really bad that I never really got to interact with him. So Damn. if I ever get to see you again, number one, you're signing both this and my copy of Dimda for playing Best Boy. That isn't noise. Also, too, <laughs> I want to hug you because, God damn it, you make fairy tale tolerable. Yes, God, honestly. God bless you, David Wald. God bless you, Chris Ayers. And uh, Chris Ayers, please get well soon. Uh, I yes. don't want to get too much into this, but please get well soon. We all love you and yes. we need you in this community. So, all right. Now that I've I've brought I brought the somber tone I brought it down a little, um, let us do a very quick recap of some of our favorite characters from season one. Now we've talked about these all extensively before, but the characterization and the performances of these guys in season two, some of them are pretty drastically different. So we're gonna touch briefly on them before we hop into our brand new crop of boys. Um, but we're also going to throw Yui in here, because why the fuck not? Um, so my first group is Yui, our wet noodle Otome protagonist. Um, then she is played by Maggie Fleckno. We have Shu, who was voted best boy in the super official poll I ran on Twitter, at least in the group that he was in. He's played by Ty Mahaney. We have Reiji, again, played by the Fun Police, and this is why we call him the Fun Police, Mr. David yep. Wald. And we have And now you know the Kanato. origins of the Fun Police. Yes, that if you hadn't heard our first episode, Reiji's the fucking Fun Police. And this is where it comes from. Because Reiji likes to roofies people. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just a reminder. The fun Just a reminder, Reiji's into some kinky shit. 
Yes. He, Rangy, according to David Wald, is, quote, an acquired taste. Huh. All right. So remember, kids, Rangy's the fun police. Nobody tells you Sakamaki had a fucking bathe. And then Kanato. What do we got with Kanato? Kanato is played by Corey Hartzog. And he's barely and there anymore. <laughs> the jokes. The jokes. How could this happen to me? So, so just briefly, what? Just briefly, um, what have these four actors have? What other shows have they done briefly? All right. So our 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 pro tag Maggie Flecknow has been heroin in amnesia really of course she of was. course she was um she was rachel in red garden which is still my favorite role of hers ever and she was saya in high school of the dead ty mahaney and by the way when i do these I, these are only from anime that i've seen or that they have really big roles in and i haven't seen because this is how i roll um ty mahaney has been joe in gotcha man crowds which he's really good in that um he's nozaki in monthly girls nozaki kun <laughs> and he also plays the dog in parasites he plays a dog there i forgot he did there may be competition for Bow, best wow. dog <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Parasite doesn't. If if, if we were to create a, a category for the dubbies for best mascot or best dog, Parasite would be disqualified. It is. It's too old. It's it's. Not Here's how the man. dog in Parasite sounds. Bow. Wow. No. 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 It does not sound like that. The dog actually talks. Oh God. Hello, it ladies. Talk. Do you want to fight? Do you want to fight the aliens that have inhabited our body? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Our fun police friend, David Wald, plays Victor the Dilf in uh, The Royal Tutor. I told you guys that was him. He was a fucking Dilf. What? Fuck! I've been avoiding saying that for like two weeks. (laughs) I told you. I told you that was him. Dave can make Dilfs whisper. I'm so upset. He also, he also plays um Mr. A oh in Parasite. He plays Rin, oh Rintaro Hinata in Brothers Conflict. Hey. Um and he plays oh Hannes. Hannes in Attack on Titan, which I didn't know until I looked him up. And because me and Steph are the only people who've ever watched this show, he plays Kaito Daimon in Fibrain. Yes. Um and Still then Kinato, the our little Cory. I know. He plays Sugane so in Gotcha Man Crowds, and he plays June in Rosen Maiden Zurich Spulen, which I just wanted to say that word. So let's let's recap um, our girl and these boys. So where are we gonna go from here? Dog's greatest best boy. He plays noise in Dramatical Murder. Who? Corey. Corey Hot I don't know who that was, so I didn't write it and down. And I believe Corey Hot Dog is also the lead in Akame Got Kill, if I remember right. Again, haven't seen I it, think. didn't write it down. I haven't I, either, but still. Anyway. Um, so how do we want to start this off? Well, Maggie's well, second talk- away was infinitely better because all Yui did was just scream and moan the entire season. This yeah, is true. I could, I could actually tolerate it so much more. Because she wasn't at least 100% a piece of flat fucking driftwood. <laughs> Again, that's a lot of the problem is probably with the character itself. And Maggie's just going with what she's told directing-wise with the character. Kanato, Baito-kun! Ah! But at least here, 
it's, again, because a lot of it has to do with the campiness that they're going for and much more fun they're going for with this. I can, I, I'm, I'm fine with Maggie's performance as Yui in this season compared to the first season. I, I actually got some enjoyment out of it. She's still <laughs> flat like a piece of driftwood, but again, uh, that's more probably on the fault of the character itself and maybe not Maggie. Well, I like she totally does have marked improvement over season one. Um, there are some parts where she's really soft and sweet, and I thought she really mm-hmm. got into those parts. Um, but the yeah. fact that she was more afraid of the flowers in her dream sequence than a bunch of vampires attempting to poke holes in her body with their fangs and mm-hmm. suck out her vital fluids, um, I was just like, really? Really? But I mean, again, marked improvement over season one for our and again, wet again, I think, it's, I think again that's on the part of the character, maybe not Maggie, really, because mm-hmm. Yui as a character, she wasn't really that fearful in all those dream sequences. It's because she wants, she wants it, guys. For everyone who likes to yell at me about how Diabolic Lovers is a terrible fucking show, bitch fucking wants it, or she would be gone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She would have left long ago. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, there's something about it that about them that I have to stay. Yeah, it's because oh you god. want the D. Yes. Yes. Let's be real here. She wants the D. She wants the sex. Meg- Megan, <laughs> do you want the D? D. She no, wants ten sexuals. <laughs> what do you think about oh, our pro Lord. tag? Am I better than she is? Say yes. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a a a pony in a sombrero is better than Yui as a character. Love. <laughs> I want a new version of Diabolic Lover where Yui is replaced by Gajiel. <laughs> Have you seen that? Have you seen that? Gajiel in the same episode. Gajiel wearing the same uniforms and just being like his character's not even changed. It's just Gajiel. Like, what the fuck is this? Where's my damn cat? That's where Gajiel's fucking that Otome cat. Game where the what? girl is trying uh, to date all the horses. There's a thing like that that yes! exists. Wait, why yes! am I It's asking? called like my Wait, horse boyfriend. Why am I asking that it's, it's Japan. They want to. Fu- they made fuckable swords and fuckable boats. Now there's they fuckable horses. Fuckable, they also made fuckable pen, pen uh, pigeons, but how, hey, how I have that boyfriend game too. is an international treasure. <laughs> Hardy bought me that. Oh. It was like here. Go so fuck anyway, some pigeons. moving on. All right, let's move on to uh, our our number one voted best boy shoe, which I never would have guessed out of the group that I put up in that poll that shoe would be the most popular. But hey, I'm gonna I mean, take people a, like the silent type. I'm, I'm gonna take a guess. You put shoe, Reiji, and Kanato together, right? I did, but why wouldn't you vote for fucking Reiji? That's the thing. I'm like, you would think Reiji would win. Between I would those vote for three. I would vote Reiji. She was one of my least favorite boys from the first season. I will still stand by that. Um, he I, was voted, one of... I think I voted for Reiji. But Here. I forget who my favorite boy was originally. Well, I think your favorite boy was Shu. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, Team Shu. <laughs> <laughs> I think yours was Shu. I think you liked Shu. Can we... Can we talk about episode 10 and Shu in episode 10 where the porno music starts straight up and then it goes into a really hot phone sex call? (laughs) Oh, I was fucking... You want to get your fucking ponchos out? Now's the time. I was on the goddamn floor. 
for those of you sitting in the first four rows of our auditorium, we call this the splash zone. You will get wet. It was like he. For those of you who it's don't like remember, Shabu's they're like in a, his tail. They're in a garden. As he goes around the tank. They're in a garden, and she was like sucking on Yui's neck, and he's like, oh he's God. like, you're such a little slut, and I was like, Ooh. I was like, whoa, <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh my God, slut, 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 yep, 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 this is why I'm a member of the squad, yep, 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 uh, Yui spends the most time with the new set of brothers, and we at least, and with the first, with? yeah, in the first half we don't see too much of the Sakimakis, and then once Yui get goes back to them, and w- once Ayato takes her back, oh my sweet baby Jesus! It's like the porno <laughs> the switch that, flipped. Oh, the first thing that happens because it's like the end of episode nine, the end of episode nine when Ayato takes her from the Mukamis, brings her back, start of episode ten. In the garden, way, man. I was like, "Oh my god!" It was <laughs> so good. Back to this shit again. It was so good. By it's... the way, shoes sucking sounds. He doesn't make a. He doesn't make a sound. He makes up for it in words. Shoe is the. Shoe is the shark. Yes. Shoe <laughs> is. Even... Shoe is the talker. You wouldn't think that because he's so fucking silent. But shoe in that bedroom. Ooh, he's a shoe in. What about to say? There isn't there that saying about the quiet types? It's always the quiet one. I'm pretty sure he's a screamer. It's always the quiet one. Always the quiet so it makes one. So much sense. I mean, so he wants to sense. electrocute you in a bathtub. It's always the quiet one. <laughs> yeah, that's my kink is being teased in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, I haven't really said much because I'm just sitting here making lewd jokes in the background. Yes, you are. Do you have anything to say about your so best boy, Megan? So let's all talk about the greatest... Mo- Are we talking about uh, Bear Bitch here, too? No, yes, but not yet. Can we all talk about the reaction to the greatest moment in our lifetime? Yes. Where he, a, a grown vampire teenager watches his stuffed bear get fucking tossed into the fire out of something like Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are the new boys' names? The Muramakis? Um, Azusa is the Mukamis. The Mukamis. Mukamis. Yeah. the Mukamis send their regards! Toss the bear in the fire! Oh my god! The reins oh of Castamere play in the background. I think, okay, okay. Here's my thoughts right now. So, in terms of the actual performances, Ty, Ty had a lot more fun with Shu. Okay, oh, it's yeah. very Can I imagine Ty Mahani playing Nozaki playing Shu? <laughs> Kind of, yes. Oh my god. I would it's funny because I want Nozaki- more blood. I'm it's in funny the because Nozaki-kun was after Diabolic Lovers. He was great in that book. <laughs> I haven't he's seen it yet. Phenomenal Nozaki. It's really funny. It's great. He's phenomenal in Nozaki-kun. Um, but yeah, he, he, just like we were kind of saying when we were talking about like the director and writer, Ty had a lot more fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Because in the first season, Shu was just like so quiet, so brooding, and that's why I wasn't too much of a fan of him, like, with the first season, but here he got to have a lot more fun. Yeah, now he's like, fuck this. I get my own five minutes fuck of this, fame. Fuck this, just go out! <laughs> fucking full out, rock out with your cock out, fucking shoe. <laughs> go for yes. it. Rock out with your electrical cock out! <laughs> it's a lightning rod! Oh my god. <gasps> <laughs> 
I mean, oh no, I'd get electrocuted oh, no. on that. Oh. Can you imagine him sitting on the roof of the mountain? It's like, come on, baby, I gotta found my MP3 player. We need to keep going. We need to keep going. All right, all right. Oh, so since so Megan you broached the subject of crazy dude with the bear, I mean, what's going on with that? I mean, uh, crazy dude with the bear just got extra crazy this season. I mean, uh, his little man was going crazy. <laughs> I he feel was, like, like, okay, literally, when the first episode, like, the first scene of the first episode is getting woken up to a triplet's bang, like, I mean, you've got the eggs, you've got the sausage, nobody wants your shitty biscuit. Oh, I know. <laughs> I meant Kanato. But no, Cory Herzog was, was pretty fucking great. I think that, um, Kanato Jamal was, was the... mad at us for ruining cream soda. There's a lot of things ruining tonight, Jamal. Your oh, innocence will be tainted more than oh, it already has. Anyway, oh, wow. I, th- I think, I think in terms of the Sakimaki brothers, I think Kanato was, one, well, I think it was at least one of two, probably, um, that got the least amount of screen time and the least yeah. amount of things to do. So, I didn't really see too much of a difference from... Corey's performance from the first season because Kanato was already f- fucked up to begin with in season one. Because you gotta remember, he wanted to, like, s- like drink all the blood from Yui, stuff her or some shit, and make her into a, a mannequin bride doll. You forget that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and he wanted to bang so, her in the cemetery. We didn't forget that part. Yes. So Kanato but was But don't you all want to have sex in the cemetery? I mean, I do. you could be waking the dead. Oh my god. Not on the ground, though. Anyway, we would need a blanket. But anyway, Kanato didn't really... I feel like it didn't really change that much in terms of performance, so I I basically have the same opinion, I think, of Corey's performance of Kanato. I thought it was fine. It was very enjoyable. Got to go nutty. A little bit more nutty than he did in season one, but still. Uh, yeah, my opinion hasn't really changed in terms See, of Corey for um, I- I think it's so funny that you said that because I honestly felt he went off the crazy train more in season one. Like I felt that he could be more whiny and like he was a bigger creeper the last time. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I just felt like he didn't really come into it until that very last scene. The noise with the bear, man. It was like, oh, there he is. There's Kanato right there. Like, and I was just like, okay, so we had to wait for it. It's all right. I'm used again, to again, waiting. Again, again, part of it. Again, again, I think part of it is too that we didn't have a lot of screen time with Kanato for the second season either. We didn't. So there um, was there wasn't really much opportunity for him for Corey to really go out there like he did in season one. By the way, his sucking noises are a little high pitched. <clears throat> oh boy. I mean, but he's the little know. one. They've got to sound. He's got to sound like. A, remember, his balls didn't drop as far as the rest. He's tiny. He's got to be a little whiny bitch, and that's good because I'm glad Corey voices him as a little whiny bitch because that's the way he should be because he's a little whiny bitch. Can you tell I don't like Kanato? Nobody likes Kanato. Well, apparently, some people do. Who knows? Um, and then. Well, I mean, everybody has their own fetish and kink, so. It's true. Um, speaking of it's fetishes true. and kinks, what about that fun police? Fun police! <laughs> yes. So, remi- just, just to remind people. So, when we talked about the first season, when we got to Ragey and how David Wall portrayed it, there was a lot of roofies and things involved, and a lot of Ragey basically not allowing his brothers to do anything. So, that's why he's the fun police. 
And that's why every time since that point on, whenever we talk about David Wald and Gigi is here, we, <laughs> the way we remind her it's David Wald, it's the fun, fun police. police. Instantly fun gets police. it. I got it. No, Remember, he gets also, also, I, I would like to bring up that uh, David Wald gets extra hard in my hero academia. <laughs> Oh god damn it. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is like the one night of the year where the girls are allowed to let loose and go lewd because none of the boys are here. It's true. None of actually, them. Because nobody wants to talk about a trashy show like this. We actually have and a lewd show to talk about. And we can't subject, and yes, we can't we subject Zenith to this level of trash yet. Like, no. you've got to ease someone into this diabolic hellhole. You yeah. just don't drop a girl, like, into the Mariana Trench of Skank. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I mean, climb the ladder down. Oh, yeah. But... We, lo- we love you, Zenith. We're uh, saving you for right now. <laughs> we're saving you. Oh, no. If we really want to break you, we'll put you in amnesia. Um, oh, God. Oh. Oh, shit. I fucking But know. no, uh, I anyway. mean, the fun police was, was extra, was a little extra fun this time, because he was the plot police. Oh yeah. my god. He was the plot police. He was he like, was... guess what, motherfuckers? Your plan ain't gonna work. Fun police out, rolls away on his chair, flicking him off. <laughs> he was Popping like... roofies out of his fingers. He was like... That's what totally happened, right, guys? Oh my god, that's like... very true. The fun police mixed with fucking Christian Grey at the same time this time. Like, he was sort of Christian Grey the last time, but now he's like what I want Christian Grey to be because Fifty Shades of Grey is tame as fuck. P.S. But he was like something he said like, obey my every command and I was like, yes sir. Excuse me while I salute you with my pants. They're on the ground now. Um, he said something like this is your punishment and I was like, yep. Ugh. And he like, he just fucking knows oh, everything and i'm like those and I, re- I know what exactly what you're talking about with that line those end cards the though. end cards though hey, <laughs> oh my god Holy oh my shit. god i can't with the fucking someone. end cards like he has this deep gravel which i didn't notice the mm. first time but i'm noticing this time and he, i think i think he just had way too much fun writing his own lines guys and yui calls him sir and when he sucks he growls and has heavy breathing noises (laughs) i honestly i honestly think this one's my favorite (laughs) and he follows me on twitter Oh God! Not Dave anymore. Wall follows all of us. I think and for that, sir, we a lot. We thank you. Not anymore. We thank you, sir. We commend you on this fun little campy show. I'm like, not yes, sorry sir. for anything I say. It was actually <laughs> offensive. Oh, Whatever. God. I've thrown the fucking offensive card out the door. You guys heard. Well, you haven't heard it yet, but you will. You'll, you'll see the disclaimer. There's no offensive things here, and if there are tough, oh, deal with Lord. it. This is how my life works. Um, anything else we have to say about any of these characters before we move on? To my name part is two? Ebony Dark Dementia Way, and this is my twisted mind. <laughs> nice. I, I it's funny because I actually made um, the notes that I did. Excuse me, God damn. So I never usually do this. I basically. <laughs> gave the characters different nicknames yes so how i could remember them i don't usually do this that's what i do so i kind of want to share what i wrote 
please do. So, Yui's obviously the Yui's the obvious one. I nicknamed her Driftwood. <laughs> Reiji and David Wall, that's still fun, please. Uh, shoot, don't tell me how to bathe. <laughs> Call back to season one right there. And I just called Kanato Teddy. <laughs> that's all I did with Kanato. That's an insult Teddy. to the Persona 4 character. How dare you? <laughs> I don't let me be care. Your teddy bear. That teddy was more interesting anyway. Put a chain around my neck and lead me anywhere. Let's move on. <laughs> To my best boy. You mean you mean my best boy. You my best, my boy. best boy. Anyway, the other three. The other Megan, Megan, stop. Are, we're already 45 minutes into this, and we're not even on the second group of characters. Stop. Don't worry. There's not too many. Well, we can buzz through Jesus it. Don't worry. All right. So. Not the way we're going. <laughs> Spank machine, man. <laughs> All right. So our next group of characters, we have my best boy, Lito. He's the slutty one with the hat. He's the one who says little Boo. bitch a lot. Boo. Fuck you guys. Um, he is played by Blake <laughs> Shepard. We have Subaru, which is the youngest one with the bam. pink hair, played by bam. Sexy bam. Josh. Bam. 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 I'm going to leave for 20 minutes. Have nope, a good day. Not oh, yet. No, you not yet. Get back here, bitch. No, 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 no. I'm done. I'm out. Bye. Nope, nope. Uh-huh. I got your red string of fate. I'm pulling no, it. You no, dug that hole. Now you get in it. We're holding you. We're holding you down. And then we also have Ayato, played by the lovely, ever so lovely Chris Patton. So before get back here, ho. Before Steph runs away, um, my best boy Lito, Blake Shepard. He has also played Iki in Amnesia, who is also best boy in Amnesia. Oh my god. Um, he's played Liang in Nanbaka, Shoma, who's the purple haired dude in Penguin Drum, and because I'm the only one who watched the show besides Noah, um, Kazuki in Mabaraho, which was like the first anime I ever bought when I decided I wanted to be an anime collector. So, hey, Blake Shepard's been around the fucking block. Maybe that's why I like Lito. Um, Subaru, played by Josh Greeley. If you don't know who Josh <laughs> Greeley is, I just I can't help God, you. But uh, he's played Yuri Kotsky in Yuri on Ice. He also, which I didn't know, um, is Tokoyami, the bird guy from My Hero Academia. He plays Zen from Snow White. Best girl. Best girl. He plays Zen from Snow White with the red hair. And um, he yes. also plays Armin from Attack on Titan. And. And, anyway, and Chris Patton has also though, right? been around the block. Um, he plays Kema, who is the main dude in the world God only knows. He plays Fakir in Princess Tutu, which is the I'm only away now. that I liked in uh, Princess Tutu. And my personal <laughs> favorite, he played Ichiro in Narima Daikon Brothers, which again nobody's seen but me. But whatever, he sings in it. So I have that. I it's, own that. It's good. You should watch it. I'll it's say really my, good. my my personal favorite Chris Patton role is still Welcome to the NHK. My personal favorite Chris Patton role is ever is always going to be. Think about all the Halo playing and monkey spanking I missed. What? None of you. Oh, that's huh? right. Neither of you have seen Ghost Stories. Nope. I have seen Ghost Stories. I just don't care for it. I love that show. I know. I'm the only <laughs> no. one. I'm the only one. Like. All right. Let's get Subaru done first, so she can't run away. Oh God damn it. Da 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 da. Da, I'm bringing sexy Josh. Da, 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 da. So okay, okay. I need I need to talk about this for a second. He said fuck. 
She says not fuck. Not that. Not that. Oh, let, not let's. That. Here we go. It's time for soapbox time. We'll be quiet. Soapbox time. Kind of. So, if you have not seen the first iteration again of the Diabolic Lovers train, um, I fully admitted at that time that I kind of had a crush on Josh Greeley, like legit. Honestly, that's basically where my hole got started for digging. And then it got worse <laughs> in uh, Snow White when uh, the sexy Josh joke suddenly started. <sighs> I can't listen to sexy back the same way again. I honestly can't. So, but here's the thing. <laughs> uh, just to kind of, I guess, I don't know if this is redeeming myself at this point. Or this is going to get even more embarrassing. Um, I actually don't have as much, of, I don't have a crush on him anymore. I do like the guy. He's he's genuinely a nice guy. I have met him at Anime Boston before, but one, he is happily married. I'm not gonna touch that. And two, these fucking assholes desensitized me for two fucking years with the whole sexy Josh bullshit. That I'm just done. I'm like, oh come on, don't you don't you blame it all on us, Hardy's? It's in Hardy's fault too. Right. No, that's why I, when I say you assholes, I mean all of you assholes. And Hardy started it. I know he did. Him especially. You know, like <laughs> you. if it weren't for Sexy Josh, I really don't think I would have. I would know and love Josh Greeley as much as I do now because I know, that's he is the on the thing, platform yeah. of Sexy Josh, the Sexy Josh platform. When I meet him at AFES, I'm going to leave him a Justin Timberlake CD on his autograph table and walk away. <laughs> I swear to God, if he recognizes us for that, I will immediately drop oh, to the floor no. and commit Sudoku with the fork. <laughs> okay. Now, now that I mean, there's going to be more blood everywhere and it's going to be on the carpets of AFES. You better pay for that mess because I ain't paying it for you. Anyway, in terms of coming back to the start of my hole... Subaru. <laughs> oh, look, she's on her way to China and all the way back to Boston. Subaru is stuffing her hole right now. So, so my precious. So, first of all, Fuck not off. even two minutes into the sh first episode of the show, first line comes out of his mouth. But I wrote this. I had to stop. I had I to pause. You, bro. And I wrote this note. And it's all in caps. I'm going to read it verbatim. Wash your mouth out with soap, Josh, you fucking perv. Because <laughs> he referred to his brothers as fucking pervs. Well, he's not wrong. Uh, that was the first time I think I ever heard Josh drop an F-bomb of that caliber. It was I fucking you, fantastic. Sir. It was glorious. I loved oh. it. Um, mm. and, and I think, compared to the first season... Again, part of it is that we don't see a lot of the Sakimakis in the first half, um, and we do kind of see him here and there in the second half. Um, in terms of Josh, uh, it was kind of the same, but he did get to be a bit more angrier, Ooh. which was a lot of fun. <laughs> it Ooh, really girl. was. Ooh, girl. Ooh, man. I, like, I literally wrote down CURSING in caps with exclamation points yes. underlined. Yes. He was so yes. possessive. It was like Sexy Josh yeah. turned up. Oh, my God. It was, it, he was much more possessive. 
uh, <gasps> than he was in the this, first season. This is my toy. Why have you touched my toy? Yeah. Why? That, that interaction on the rooftop um, partway through. Oh where my Ko god. Is Holy shit. Out, where Ko is calling him out on his shit. That was just, oh, beautiful. Beautiful uh, reactions to that. so good. I loved it. Again, for people who don't know, since this is a guilty, this show is a guilty pleasure of mine, Subaru is my best boy. Of the Sakimaki. Subaru is my best boy. Oh my god. Like, his, his end card, though, it was both mm. scary and hot oh at the god. same time. I was like, <gasps> I almost died. I, I am both horrified and aroused. I, aroused, you might say. I yes. thought you were going to say I'm both horny and aroused. I like aroused. <laughs> that works. Horoused. Because it has the word whore, which. And, uh, I'm gonna stop right there. I'm gonna stop right and, there. We're gonna move on. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this as our shout out. When on the end card he said, "Did you have fun with the trash?" I'm gonna take that as our shout out. I know it's nice. not. I'm gonna take hey. it. All right. Oh, Since so, I might know. Anyway. Anything else about sexy Josh? I already said my piece. Like I think he was great. I'm no, <laughs> I mean he was one of the best uh, people in the first in the first half. So I mean. Uh, it's I don't true. know what everybody was expecting. Yeah, honestly. I wasn't expecting fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that came out fucking nowhere. Yeah, and he, he cursed a lot. Not just with an F-bomb. He cursed a lot. It was so good, though. I'm telling it you, boys good. cursing is hot. I don't. It was good. He got to be a bit more of an angry little shit. And it was Bless. fun. Bless. Bless. So much fun. Bless. Anyway. Sexy Josh Greeley. All right, let's talk about my best boy now. Let's talk about- Fuck your best boy. My best boy's Boo. the best. Lito. Turned up Lito. He turned it up. Oh my God. It was like- Boo. I kind of felt like Hisoka and Lito had a baby. And then this was season two Lito. Eh. Like not- Well, Lito made me dry up faster than the Sahara. <laughs> Like, I just, I thought he was so seductive in this. In episode nine, it was so good. Oh, wait, I forgot to tell you what sucking noises Subaru makes. Hold on. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Subaru is gulping with a need. He needs it. All right. So. (sighs) I'm out. She's she's out. She's she's thinking about it now. Shut up! Don't make me start my hole again. I I thought I freed myself from this. Your hole will be safe for the rest of this podcast. I promise. (sighs) I'm gonna bite my tongue. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to make a very very bad joke, but I realized the second I would have said it, Steph would have literally teleported behind me and smashed my head into the computer screen. I would have murdered you. I will type it to you. But I promise. Yes, just at least take it to I me. I want to hear your reaction to this recording. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so while she's typing, I'll talk about my best boy. So Lito, my best boy, always goes for the thigh. Like he knows what he wants. He goes for it. He's more seductive. Um, and every time Reiji interrupts them, I really just want Lito to shout, "You fucking fun police!" Like. He, that would have made things so much better. I know, honestly. right? <laughs> season three, season three. He basically just wants a three-way all the time. That end card, though. When and his then brother's I, involved, I do have to weird. say, I I have to say this for my my boo Lito, um, and I don't know if it's the way that Blake and Maggie play off each other or not, but I feel that 
when Lito's all up on her, that is the only time I feel that Yui doesn't want it. Like, I feel like Maggie just, like, got into it and realized what a fucking perv Lito is. And was like, no. Yeah, I Like, agree. I feel like yeah, she can, noped out. I can, like, I feel she did really good there. I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that. Though, I'm gonna have to slightly disagree about everything else you were just saying. Yeah, no, Lito is the fucking worst. I'm sorry. I love Lito. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, I don't feel like Lito was that much more seductive than he was in the first season. He was much more of a creep, and I do get the whole thing where, uh, where Yui and Maggie with her Yui uh, Maggie's performance of Yui, where she got it, and then it was like no. But I don't feel that it was uh, it was more seductive than the first season. Again, like kind of similar to Kanato, I feel like Lito had was the other person who had kind of the least amount of screen time. So we didn't have too much interaction with Lito compared to what we had in the first season. So to me, there wasn't too much of a difference for Blake Shepard in his performance here. I feel like it was pretty much the same, minus that bit more of creep factor um, that he added in whenever he was trying to seduce Yui. That's the only thing. Everything else seemed almost about the same to me. See, Granted... Granted, here's my other thing is, I haven't seen the first season since we did that episode. Oh, I have. <laughs> I don't have a proper comparison or fresh take on it. I don't have that readily available. But, um, yeah, I, did, I didn't really get too much of a difference uh, for Blake Shepard as Lito. And, and I'm not just saying because you know, I'm, Lito's not one of, Lito's probably, like, down there at the bottom for me in, in terms of best boys yeah. for the Sakimakis. Which but, is fine. But, like, performance-wise, I didn't get much of a difference, I feel, anyway. You know, and that's that's totally fine, and I totally get it, because I think maybe what you're saying, that creep factor, is why I got, like, the Hisoka thing mixed in, because mm. that's how I feel about him. But because I like Lito so much, and I really loved Blake's performance in season one, like, I just, I felt, because I listened to it so much, that it was super turned up, because I listened to it a lot, and I love that character so just me noticing the little differences because i'm obsessed and i really don't want to tell my bitch chan story so i don't think we're gonna yeah let's not tell the bitch chan story no we're not gonna do that (laughs) not gonna talk about let's talk about ayato instead how's that megan do you have anything anything about waito oh my bad uh no i kind of agree with he's supposed to sound more seductive but if you're into Lito, i guess he does. He's an awful fucking character, and I hate He's a him. Terrible character. I don't like. Him and either. I and I didn't really feel the seduction kind of coming from him. So I guess it was it was good. It was a lot more hammy than the first first season. Yeah. But um, it wasn't bad. Uh, I don't know about the other. Uh, who are we going to next? Ayato. Ayato. He's the only one left. Oh, he was fucking obnoxious again. Yup. <laughs> here's the funniest part. He never referred to himself as yours truly the entire season. Thank God. Never did it. Never did it. And I don't know, I'm, and it's like, because that was one of the big things with his character. Not just in the dub, because Chris Patton did do that in the dub, but in the Japanese too. And they kept that in the Jap- on the Japanese side for the season too. It's like, it's one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, 
it's one of Ayato's things. It's like, I kind of miss it, but it also makes him at least a little bit less obnoxious at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I, I was it's totally like a 50, fine. 50 with, thing. I was totally fine with them cutting it out. Like, I was totally fine on yeah. them being like, all, all ham, all in. Let's cut out the dumb shit. So I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm down. I was. No, believe me, I was perfectly fine with it, too. It's, it's just one of those things where it's specific to Ayato's character. And it seemed a, at least just a touch odd that it never came up in the season. But, yeah, you know, I, I, I thought it was less obnoxious with it being taken out. It worked Ayato, so much better. I, I had so few notes written for him. I just wrote that he was super possessive, and I loved it. And then his, uh, his sucking noise is... He has strangled moaning like he doesn't want to know anyone. Wait, hold on. He has strangled moaning like he doesn't want anyone to know that he likes her. And he has a lot oh, of It's slurping. not like I like your blood or anything, Baka. You can, that's, the, that's the other big thing, too, actually. Because you can, you can kind of tell with Chris Patton here that he does have more affection for Yui. Like, almost legitimate more affection for Yui in this season. And that comes out yes. of it more with Chris Patton. So that's something I can tell, and it worked beautifully. Yeah, because the, the way, tries to make him, like, the love interest. Yeah. By the way, you're missing one set of sucking voices. You haven't Ooh. shared Lytos yet. Oh, I put he always goes for the thigh. He didn't really have, like, a noise. He, oh, yeah. He just, he, what did I say? Okay. Yeah, he just, he always goes for the thigh. That was, that was Lito. He, he knows okay, what he wants. He knows where to go to get it. So, but but yeah, for Chris Patton, like I can tell, I I can at least tell that there was a bit of a shift in Ayato's character, um, yeah. in terms of how he was in the beginning of the first season to the end of the second season. Oh man, I might like this bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not only that, but <laughs> the fact that at the end of the basically the end of the second season, because. Both the Sakimakis and the Mukamis have been attacked by the Founders. Uh, these werewolf things. I don't know what the fuck they are. We don't even know They are they never are explained point. because this anime forgot what a plot and, was and tried and, to put it in at the last second. And basically, the conversation that Yui, Ayato, and Ruki have together, Ayato is reluctant to work with the Mukamis because the Mukami family... Um, they're former humans turned vampires, so that's obviously that versus pure breeds like Sakimaki's here. But Ayato may have been reluctant, but he was willing to do it for Yui's sake. Yes. So, so that says a lot in that change of character and the way Chris Patton portrayed that, I thought was actually really well done. Maybe that's why they took the Yours Trulies out. Like maybe Ayato's not so pretentious anymore. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. That makes a lot more sense. So, Damn it, Danny. We're trying to put logic into him, into this trashy into show. Into an Otome yeah. game. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, before we move on, uh, Lito was the winner of my super official Twitter popularity poll for this group of characters. So my Twitter friends have great taste. All right. So let's Boom. move on to the actual new characters in the show. So speaking of those weirdo werewolves, um, let's talk about the Tsukinami brothers. The two of them we get introduced to in More Blood. Uh, the first one is Carla, and he is the one with the purple hair. He is played by Josh Morrison. And then we have Shin, who is uh, the one who is a double badass because he has glasses and an eye patch. Don't ask me how 
don't works. know how. I don't, Remember, like, kids, if you want to be super badass, <laughs> wear an eye patch in the thing. Weird coordination. It was weird. Um, but he is played by Houston Hayes. Uh, Josh Morrison, I haven't heard of any of these people that was listed. So I just said uh, no. Varai from Utawarumono, False Faces, because I wanted to say that word. And uh, Yamagishi from Parasite. Uh, Houston Hayes plays Miroko Fujima in Beyond the Boundary. He plays the lead in Majestic Prince, which I have and never watched. Um, that's Izuro Hitachi. And he plays Shin in Amnesia. Oh, boy. Amnesia, oh, everyone's no. favorite. This is the last of the doubled up uh, Otome game Amnesia casting, I promise. Um, we don't really hear these guys a whole lot. If there were to be a season three of Diabolic Lovers, they would definitely be more um, predominant in that one. Um, but for the few lines we got to hear Shin and Carla, um, let me just say that fucking Carla, I covered my mouth. He said one word and I was on the floor and that word was yes. Like in the very beginning, yes. I was like, who that? To quote Zen, who that? Who this? <laughs> so I was like, okay. Yes. He's. <laughs> He sounded like he sounded like a classic animation vill villain. Like I've heard him before, mm. but never this sexy. I was like, you sound like something I would have heard in like the nineties in a in like a Hanna Barbera cartoon or something. Like, I mean that in a that's, good that's, way. Like, oh, that's an interesting comparison right there. Actually, like I, I but, find it funny, but yeah, it's an interesting comparison. His voice, though, oh my god! I was like, read the phone book. Gee, <laughs> is that like Gigi's kink? Gigi, is your kink being read the phone book? Yes. <laughs> my kink is if your voice is so sexy that I melt in a puddle from you reading the phone book, then I am all in, or you are all my, in comparatively. My, thing with, my kink I is think, paying off my debts. I think my I think my thing with um not kink. Just don't don't get that twisted. Um, with these two performances, I've never heard anything from these two before. No, so this either. is my first time. You hearing... watched Beyond the Boundary. I don't remember which character that guy played. I don't remember. It's been a while. I don't remember. Shut up. So this is. You're gonna remember because we have to watch it again soon. I know, but in terms of actually paying it the fuck attention, I've never heard of these two individuals before. So this is new to me, like actually sitting down and analyzing their performances. You're right, Carl. Like I didn't think of it before, but Carla is like an old school cartoon villain with some gra like a like a deep gravelly voice. I'm like, what? Ugh. And Shin was I don't know. Like I didn't. I don't really have much of an opinion of the two of them because they weren't really there. They weren't really in the yeah, show. Yeah, that's they were the thing. In like, they were in like maybe the first thirty seconds of the first episode, and then maybe another thirty seconds to a minute. In the they last, they did get an episodes. end card. They got their own end. They card. did get an end card. That is correct. They they were episode eleven, I think, because Yui was twelve. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, for Shin, I just put I wasn't really feeling it, but I feel that with work, like, and if there were to be a third season, it could be something really great. I like yeah. I felt like the glimmer of hope in you, Shin. I felt the glimmer of hope, although you have to take them fucking glasses off. You get either glasses or an eye patch, not both. No, he's allowed to have both. Nobody tells him how to wear eyewear. <laughs> fucking get some contacts, motherfucker. Oh my 
god. How is a fucking anyway. werewolf gonna see with glasses? You tell me. How is a fucking he werewolf wear, gonna he... see with an iPad? You tell me. I'd rather you have the iPad. You don't tell... Y'all are kink-shaving a werewolf. That's not cool, man. <laughs> Werewolves are people, too. Listen, I'm Team Jacob all the way if we're gonna go there. <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's not delve back into high school, for the love of God. No. <laughs> I, I, I left that behind for a reason. Uh. Anyway, Megan. Megan, uh, do you like They wolf weren't boys? really there enough. They weren't even- They weren't really there enough for me to actually, like- notice their performances and i feel really bad yeah definitely if there was a season three and we had more of a chance to interact with these two i feel like we have a lot more to say but all right are you guys ready to move on to your best boys the mukamis yes yes Yes. the best boys because they actually don't 100 percent treat yui like shit I tend to disagree, but I'll get into that when we start talking about them. I said they don't 100%. They do still mm-hmm. treat her like shit, but not as badly. <laughs> they do horrible right. things, but they're not as bad as doing a girl in the sewer. Mm-hmm. That was hot, though. Sharing is caring. All right. So first, we're going to talk about Mr. <laughs> Azusa We're going to talk about Mukami. what? We're going to talk about Oh, Azusa. I cut myself. Azusa. Yes, I cut Mr. Uh, I, I cut myself. I don't want anybody else when I think, think about you, you, I cut myself. myself. Oh, dear uh, The 13 reasons why Azusa <laughs> is a freak. Um, our no, little Azusa. We are not going there. I thought that was good. Look at this stuff. Isn't oh it neat? Do you think my knife collection's complete? <laughs> our our lovely um Mr. What is that? Masochistic? Yes. Masochistic dude yep. um is played by Mr. Greg Ayers in casting I never would have thought of in a zillion years. Um no, if you've never heard either. of Greg Ayers, I what what you're rock li- are you living if, under? I'm about to say you're living under a rock, you need to come out now. <laughs> Yeah, come out, come out of the closet here. Um, he played Nagisa okay. in Free, Monokuma uh, in Danganronpa the Animation, and the one yeah, role yeah. I always remember Greg Ayers from, for some reason, it's the blonde friend from Clannad. He plays Sunohara. That I will always refer to him as fucking Sunohara because I don't know why I hate Clannad. He, I guess, was the only good part of it. Um, I, I, I still strongly state that one of my favorite Greg Ayers roles was Welcome to the NHK. Be gone, dirty horse! <laughs> Sorry. It's a line that he said. What's him and Chris what? Patton in the show. It's freaking hilarious. What's wrong, Hajime? I don't know how to read. I can. I don't know how to read. Not, I can read. Not well, but I can read. And those letters are backwards. I will always remember him and Chris Patton being... Um, Leo and the kid from Ghost Stories because Leo's whole shtick was being Jewish. Oh, and he yeah. signed my he signed my box set for Ghost Stories and it says Screw Mel Gibson Jews Rock Love Greg Ayers. <laughs> oh, can we can we re- can we remind people of the story of what of when you saw him at ABGG? Oh, so I uh, I met Greg Ayers at Anime Boston and I had my Diabolic Lovers More Blood case and I plopped it on the table and I said, "Will you sign my trash?" To which he lost yes. his shit. 
Um, and then he was I asked him, I said, so which of the 50 shades did you have to tap into to get inspiration for this character? And uh, he basically said that he was so excited to play this character because he didn't have to be super excited and super happy little boy all the time. And he could just yeah. be kind of calm and like mellow. And Azusa, I, I would not really. Azusa does some weeds. He does some dank ass shit in his room. <laughs> Like, I would not really peg Azusa for calm and mellow. I would peg him more as I'm terrified of getting locked in a room alone with him. Um, yeah. My my note was he's creepy to the worst extent. Yeah. And also, to me, he feels like it a stoned Kanato. It does work. It works ridiculously well. It works well. so well. Like, That's I, why he's I, the hero and burns the bear. <laughs> especially with... Especially within the dynamic of the Mukami brothers, it works so well. And it, like like you were saying, Gigi, it's one of those roles you would not peg Greg Ayers to usually play. Because he's usually Never. that upbeat guy. It, this is just so different. Happy, and I happy, really joy, appreciate joy. That. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Like, I can really I'm, appreciate that. It's great. I'm super excited that he got to like bust out of his shell for once and and play yeah. this super submissive uh, character. Um, unfortunately, Azu says like my least favorite Mukami brother because he is so submissive, and I'm pretty sure I dated him like without the vampire part. Um, yeah, no. Hmm. Um, but it's uh, I think he talks like really well when it's not super creepy and breathy, and um, I just I feel like if it were if Kanato were grown up, I feel that he would be Azusa. Like, I feel like Azusa is Kanato's senpai because he's fucking crazy. And crazy. now you make me want to see Kanato and Azusa bang like bunnies. I'm sure oh, there's Tumblr boy. art from it. Somebody look that shit up. Um, oh, come on. As no. if there isn't, like, art of poor Yui being used as a spit take. Yeah, and you know what? That's, like, that official put- artwork from the game. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, but he's so he's so submissive. He's so tranquilized in this. It's just so so creepy. And I what did I say? What is his sucking noise? He has meaning when he sucks. The bedroom talk is good when it's not super creepy. That's very that's an accurate description actually. <laughs> yeah. Very you smell just like me. See, and then he yep. like shows parts of Yui like that you wouldn't really like think about he's like you smell just like because Yui's submissive as fuck too mm-hmm. Azusa and Yui are like the submission twins that's why they can never be because somebody's got to take the lead and neither one of them will but I really loved Greg's performance here like I'm glad he got to jump out of the box and you um, definitely I, could tell I, he had fun doing something completely different for sure he got into yes. it yep Let's move on to uh uh do to do who we wanted to talk about. Let's talk about Yuma because he was next in line. Let's go farming. <laughs> Let's go farming. Oh, oh god, Yuma. He can rake is... my hoe any day. What did you say? He can plow those fields. He can plow those fields any day. Whoa! I, I'd be down. Literally. I'd be down. Oh. Um, so Yuma, the big... I'd like to see his dingleberries. <laughs> the big tall guy. Who I bet you he's got a nice zucchini growing down there. Megan. I'm not sorry. I snorted. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of little piggy snorts. 
Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah, because he calls her little pig. He calls her little pig. Right. pig. It hey, it's better than being called up. a bitch, or apparently in the Mexican no. version, he calls her a whore. Nice. Like, this is my most, like, hated pet name, is when he calls her the, the little pig. Um, but Yuma is played by Andrew Love, or as I like to call him, <laughs> Sentai's version of Ian Sinclair. Don't judge me. Um, I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. It's still hot you're as fuck. You're not wrong. <laughs> but he's not in the harem because he's not Ian Sinclair. Um, Andrew Love plays Takio in My Love Story. He plays Kai in Say I Love You. And again, the one role that I know Andrew Love from is fucking Nagisa's dad from Clannad. Nice. I'm a rap god. Rap god. <laughs> I was like, I know the most familiar role that I know him from is um, pretty sure it's Hamatora. I can't remember the character's name. I think he was the uh, the doctor character though. I don't I remember his name. I haven't seen it. That. I haven't seen it. Me. But uh, what'd you guys think of Megan's farming buddy? I loved him. He was great. So here's my thing with it. Um, Megan, did you watch the Japanese? Did you get to watch the? Jap- no, because I don't hate myself. So you want to know the, who the Seiyu is who voices this character? Oh, isn't it Macaroni Man, Daisuke Namikawa? No, it's your, your, uh, why isn't he real, dude? No, it's not! Yeah, it oh, is. Oh, fuck yeah, it is Satsuhiro Suzuki. Yeah. Oh, I forgot I was the lead singer of Old Codex, damn it! Yep. So, <laughs> sorry, Mom! <laughs> so my thing is, because I watched the simulcast, and of course, Suzuki's voice is rather distinct, so going from this to Andrew Love, Huge contrast, first of all. Yes. And you say what's a bad thing. Well, the thing is, I don't know if Andrew Love's voice makes sense considering the char- the phys- the physical character. I mean, I can see I see the logic, and I mean, I'm not saying his performance is bad. He was he was a lot of fun. He was great. It was. Well, no, I think it, it he's d- kind it, of the big burly one. That's why. Yeah, I understand that, but it's just kind of the um. I think the character design was one of those situations where the character design didn't quite match the voice in my head. It took, excuse me, it took a little bit of a just and get into. Um, but especially once we get to the episode where Yuma does get a lot more focus on, I was sold after that. So I was like, okay, this works. This is fine. Um, and again, he's having fun with it. He's having fun with it. <laughs> Like I, Good Lord, I completely agree. Like the Japanese contrast to Andrew Love is completely, completely different. Um, yeah. And I did not like this character at all until Andrew Love's voice came out of his mouth, because I think Yuma is super violent. Like I really, I think I hate that. Here's says my thing with the Mikami's. girl. Says the girl who likes Lito. Well, okay, but here's here's the thing. With my thing with the Mukamis versus the Sakamakis, I think the Mukamis treat Yui much more violently and more like... Um, what the fuck did I say? Like, I just... I think they treat her more violently and they like to throw her around more. I don't think they care for her as much as the Sakamakis do. Like, just even with the nicknames that they give her, it's all animals. They give her nicknames based off animals. So maybe they think of her as a pet they don't really want to take care of. I don't know. Um, but I I don't I don't like the Mukamis. I think they're 
needlessly violent. I just, I don't I'm like gonna, them. I'm going to partially agree with you on that, because, yeah, they there are, uh, like, you are right. There are moments where the Mikamis are physically more violent uh, compared to the Sakimakis, and they do give her these names that resemble anim animals. But at the same time, though, you gotta remember that by the end of the second season, they kind of do shape up a bit. They, they shape do. up a lot. They they yeah. have this need for her blood. Like, they have a need for it, whereas the Sakamakis treat her more like a plaything and a right. pet. Like, okay, like, say you're, like, you're at the bar and you meet these two dudes and you meet this one dude who's totally flirting with you like the whole night and he's like whispering stuff in your ear and buying you drinks and stuff and you're like yes he is down for a good time and then you meet this other dude who's like kind of quiet and kind of reserved at some points but then sometimes you see him like slam dancing or like getting kind of angry with the bartender but he still kind of treats you nicely like when you talk to him mm -hmm. that's that's like you don't really want to go home with him because you're kind of scared. Like, I feel more fear with the Mukamis. But you would I, again, totally, I, like... Yeah. Again, I can see what you're saying. Um, but the fact that... Because, um... Kind of go... I guess more of this conversation would come up with Rugi, but... Um, yes. Because... There gets... There becomes a point where Rugi just locks Yui up. Uh, but it's at this point, too, that the other three Mukami brothers, like, they're concerned, not just for Ruki wondering they're, what the fuck is wrong with you, but they are concerned about Yui. Like, that's when, that's when that shift is starting to happen. And they're concerned after their, their personal episodes, their introductions happen. Like, after, like, right. Yuma shoves the, the sugar cube in her mouth, then you're like, now oh... There's, there's the, the sugar cube point. might be made of people. <laughs> like, like, like the tw when you get to the, towards the end of those individual episodes, you you can see moments of um, yes. vulnerability. Um, Yuma's case with the sugar cube. I can't remember with Azusa. Um, Ko has a really good, yeah, rather vulnerable moment, and we're probably gonna get to him in a second. But, um, but yeah, like. I liked I liked Yuma's voice. Yuma's voice was really Yuma was funny. I actually Yuma just, was funny. Andrew I just funny. I just I just really kind of want Yuma to not be a douchebag and hold me in his arms and be my buddy. <laughs> I would want Yuma to carry yes. me through the school and make out with me for no reason. I you know what's really funny? Because Steph has watched the show. Mm. Yuma is just a baby version, a baby less rapey version of Mink from Dramatical Murder. Yeah. With more personality. Wait, wasn't in Andrew Love wasn't weak, was he? Yeah, he was. Oh fuck, he was. Bitch, oh, I know gosh. my Dimda. Well, there Bitch, you go. I know my Dimda. There you oh go. Oh my god. I no. Cory Herzog. Cory Herzog was a was a noise, and uh, Blake Shepard was one of the trash the the trash nut twins who uh, yep. change you up and let the lion lick your, lick your nipples. Yep. Wow. And then I'm David really Walton was the dog. Stopped watching. Oh come. Okay, come on. My his I mean, Trippin' Virus is lying in Anaconda didn't want none unless they had Alba's buns, son. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Speaking of fuck me, Andrew Love. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe. Whoa. Um, no, he was so alpha in this. You guys know I love my yeah. fucking alpha males. Like, Ian Sinclair Light. I am so down. He was, he was so alpha. It was like... 
insane. He was so alpha picking those tomatoes. Uh, take me now, <laughs> plow my fields. Ooh, You're so alpha squeezing those tomatoes. <laughs> they just wanted Let's to just burst. Go. I mean, I mean, it's not like Yui has many melons growing in her garden, so. Right. True fact. That's why they call her fucking pancake. Yep. Trust. Um, yeah. By the way, his, his sucking the noises boy? were like the best, guys. What did you say? I said, was it time to move on to Best Boy? Yet? No, no, no. Almost. She's trying to find what she wrote down. Um, he has little groaning noises, and then they turn seductive with this tiny Yo. evil laugh. Um, Yuma Yo. wins for best sucking noises. Yeah, like hands down, totally. Yuma does. was. I was like, "Yep, here's my neck. Here, take whatever you want. Just take me." Take me Yo. now. Yo, I that's can why, agree with this. That's I'm why like, we're on oh the sweat squad. I'm like, oh shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, right. I'm out. I need, I need, I need, oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need some water. I need some oh ice. My lord. Oh lord, fuck. Alright, alright, alright. Let's, uh, let's talk about, um, my best boy. Megan's best boy. Also, my oh, super official Twitter polls best boy. Are you guys ready for the idol? The idol of them all? Mr. Ko? Oh, yes. Maso Kitty. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Yes. So, our, our, our best boy, minus stuff, uh, from the yes. Mukamis is prayed by... Prayed? Mm-hmm. I could do some praying. I probably need to after this episode. <laughs> Take me to <laughs> church. Is played by Mr. Bryson Bogus. Like August ah, without baby. the T. Thank you for teaching me how to pronounce your name on Twitter. Shout out to Bryson. Um, yes. And he has played, um, I guess we're going to spoil some stuff, maybe. Um, he's the lead Probably. dude in Don Machi. Is it wrong to pick up girls in the dungeon? The Bell. answer is yes, but his Bell, name is yes. Bell. Um, he also plays Baby Makoto in My Love Story, I think. It said on... Um, somewhere that he played Makoto and I was like I thought that was Austin Tyndall so I'm guessing Makoto he plays baby Tindall, Makoto yeah. I, I guess he plays baby Makoto um, and then he also plays go for it Megan tell tell the world who he plays <laughs> are we spoiling this now? we're spoiling it now why? why? what have I done? So, so I, can I can I at least just <laughs> let me explain one big thing though so at the time of recording this, the day before, Sentai had a wonderful cast announcement. Is this because somebody for in our group a certain show? And um, I was at work when this happened, and Megan texted me that it came that this list came out, and I was like, "Don't spoil it for me. I want to make quick predictions." She's like, "Okay, but I'm so salty about the lead." So Bryson is the lead for Monster Musume. <laughs> he is darling. <laughs> oh, sweet baby Jesus. That episode is going to be so much fun to talk about. See, now this is trash that I don't want to see. Mm-mm. I watched the first five oh. minutes of that fucking show and I was like, nope. I watched the entire show and I actually moderately tolerated it. I am a terrible human being. Oh my God, go you're worse hell. than me. Dig your fucking yeah, hole. I know. I know. Back in the hole I go. Uh, <laughs> shit. Back we finally in my found Steph's is... kink, Monster Girls. Oh shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Time to start a new hole next to my former Josh Greeley hole. Let's go. <laughs> anyway. 
Alright, cause, so, um... Cause, cause, cause Megan's big thing after we were... Cause Megan's big thing, I think, when we were what, when we were, um, talking about the show, she was like, Sentai, please protect this innocent little being, and then Why the next day we get this, that cast announced, and I'm bean. laughing my ass off. <laughs> this bean, he pure. Poor He's Megan. He's so pure. <laughs> This, I'm sorry. Protect Bryson. Protect Bryson. Prote- so hashtag protect Bryson. <laughs> hashtag protect Bryson. Well, Megan, since he Co is your best boy and Bryson is your new best boy, um, <gasps> go go for it. Just Bryson's wait. now Bryson's now my favorite voice actor at Sentai. So what? Go for <laughs> it. Oh go for it. Go for your coism. He was the best. I'm sorry. He was like the best performance in the show to me, honestly, because I think he got across Co's like arrogance. And Ko's assholiness, but also like Ko's vulnerability, because that came out of nowhere. By the way, I was like, yes. "Oh right? no! Oh no! Oh no! This boy was a sex slave." Yeah, talking about the whole vulnerability thing that I oh just talked about God. a couple minutes ago. So, you know how how I was saying a minute ago that kind of at the end of each of the individual episodes, you kind of see that they have that vulnerability. Ko's is the most vulnerable. Because what happens um, before we I'm get, gonna get out of the sewer? We, yeah, before we get the flashback and we learn that he ended up as a sex slave, as a kid, um, he dragged Yui. He's he dragged Yui. He's like, will you just sleep with me? Like, not not like anything sexual. Anything just like, like, like I just need a cuddle buddy. Yes, exactly. And then we come out of the flashback, and Yui kind of wakes up because Ko is having a nightmare at this point. And he's kind of just like, no, it was the, that's one of the most oh. vulnerable moments I saw from these brothers. And it was very, very believable coming from Bryson. And I loved every second of it. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Like Ko is adorable. Like he calls Yui Massa Kitty. And I think mm-hmm. he's really like a kitten himself. Like yeah. he just wants to play sometimes. Like he's a total diva, but then at other times he's like, such a fucking asshole like i mean cats scratch you and shit and then he's also like scared like cats are scared of stuff right i don't know i don't have a. I should know i have a cat and she was up my butt a minute ago the thing with remember (laughs) like i think like the the, remember the beginning of um that episode where we are focused on co the whole bit with the roses Yes. You can see that shift where he gives the roses to Yui. He's very playful about it. He's very sweet about it. And then when he doesn't get anything in return, takes the roses, just destroys them, and throws them everywhere. Typical fuck boy. It, it was it was a it was a <laughs> it's All a he really needs is a fedora. God damn it. <gasps> no, don't give GG ideas right now. Um, it was a great, I think that was a great example of, like, the quick tonal shift that Bryson had to play with this character, and it worked really well, honestly. Like, that one scene, you can just see that shift and that transition, and it was pretty seamless, I would say. Yeah, he's a good fucking actor. Let this boy do more that isn't harem-y, trashy bullshit. Right? Again, just Put as Megan was saying, this boy is innocent. We must protect this boy. <laughs> we must protect this boy. This Sentai boy better. This boy. boy better be in fucking Flying Witch. Because they're dubbing Flying Witch, and I want him to be the brother and Flying, the, the cousin in Flying Witch, the boy cousin. Oh my god! 
Oh, that would be cute. Like, I just, I really loved everything. And Megan, I know you will appreciate this because remember how you loved my fucking best boy in Brocon because he said, what it do? <laughs> and <laughs> there's a point do? where Ko I'm opens up. I'm you almost made me choke. <laughs> There's I had white stuff Co in my mouth. <laughs> oh my god. White stuff. There's a point where Co opens up the door and he says, what up? And I was like, oh, there's <laughs> Megan's what it do moment. <laughs> yes, I remember I that like, too. It's so it funny. Great. Like, I just, I feel like Co is super fake sweet on the outside, but he's kind of poisonous on the inside. Yeah. Not only like in the way when he feels like Yui's not giving anything back to him in return because he man he's another one of those needlessly violent ones like when yep. he got her on the ground I was like yep. he just sucked her dry like legit hell he initiated dry. Uh, he, he rocks up with his cock out against Josh mm, yeah right yep. uh, like I just but like at the same time I feel like it's all an act like he has the most and you can tell that Bryson plays yep. it so he has this duality to him. And also, he has his slurping noises. Oh, no. Are, are, kiss, are kissing noises. Oh. They're kissing noises. They're like... Kitty kisses. That's kind of cute, kitty kiss, actually. Kitty kisses. That Isn't is cute, that cute, actually? That's adorable. Like, you know, he can push you down on the floor and suck you the fuck dry, but he's going to make kissing noises while he does it. So That's adorable. I'm all like about that. you, Ko. I'm all about you, Ko. Um, Ko was voted best Mukami boy in my super official Twitter poll. Ko is, and Ko the best is my boy favorite overall. Mukami boy. I, bitch, bitch, I love I Ko. Fight you. She gonna fight bitch, us in a minute. You. I'm sorry, Ko I is best boy. Fight us. No, he is not. Yes, Ko he is, is best boy because he's in a fucking boy band and fucking boy bands win over anyone else. Ko is the best no. boy in the franchise by virtue of having an actual compelling backstory. <laughs> Yes, I will agree Cole with you there. That way. But my best boy is actually the probably the most sensible one. Your best boy. <laughs> That's why you're Mom Chan, and I'm part of the Slut Squad. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of sensible boys, let's get to our very last boy. Oh, I feel like I've talked about so many vampires. I feel so dry right now. Oh my god. Well, oh my and god. wet at the same time. But we won't talk about that. Um. So. Well. We have. It's like a rain came to the Sahara. I know, right? <laughs> we have Ruki Mukami, who I had to write down in parentheses purple hair because I never remember Ruki's name. And he is played by Mr. Adam Gibbs. Yay! If, <laughs> Steph is very happy that's know. Adam Gibbs. Adam Gibbs is probably my favorite Sentai actor, bar none. Really? Just saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy his performances. Yay. Okay, so if you don't know who Adam Gibbs is, he played um, Shinichi Izumi in Parasite, who is the main dude. He also played the main dude in one of my least favorite anime of fucking ever. It's called Ungo. He plays the main dude in that, but he was good in it. I just fucking hate that anime. Um, and he also plays Mizuki in Dramatical Murder, so there you go. Hey! He's also, um, what's his name? Harumi. Beyond the Boundary. Harumi. Uh, Harumi. Yes. He, he is, uh, basically his character and, uh, Clint Bickham's character are basically Stephanie and me in real life. Basically, yes. <laughs> um, he's also, um, I think that's one of my favorite performances that he's done. And he's it's also, my favorite um, he also voices, um, 
he's the lead in Hamatora. Why do I want to say he it's plays nice? a lot of Sentai main guys? Yeah, he's definitely one of the people who plays a lot of like leads. He's also the lead for um, Abagi Brilliant Park as well, though I have not seen the dub for that one. Um, oh. But yeah, so I need to buy a Abagi Brilliant Park. My I best should've... boy. Rookie so, is my best boy. <laughs> so talk about your best boy stuff. I'll sit talk here and talk about my best boy. Oh boy. Um. So, rookie, from my understanding, when I watched the um, Japanese, I say he's the most sensible one for a couple of different reasons. Yes, he's the jackass who throws Yui into a freaking. Yeah, I was gonna say, what about there? that part where he throws Yui into a cage because he I wants know, his plot to advance? I know. I know. I volunteer as tribute. Vas <laughs> a bitch, fight me. I volunteer as tribute first. Uh, Just to be <laughs> in the cage. Imagine Steph being thrown into a cage, but her wardens are Subaru and Ruki. I'm done. I'm in, I'm in like, I'm out. Oh, and, they like to put, and they like to tag team when they play with Steph. Oh, Sharing fuck. is caring. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, so my... Because Rookie, even though he he's essentially the brains of the operation, he's the one who kind of wrangles all of their his other brothers together. Um, but also by the end of it, not only do do you legitimately see potential romantic interest for him and Yui, oh, because because he le- legitimately after all the shit he's pulled. And his the plan's not going through anymore. He's like, he has actual genuine interest. And not only that, he actually lets her make a fucking choice. Yeah. By the end, and I'm like, and this Yui guy is, is just like, well, well, wait a second. I have agency in this though. Yes. <laughs> what do I do with it? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, basically. But um. Rookie was basically probably my favorite from, from from the beginning among the new brothers, honestly. But, um, I guess that's kind of the type I'm into, I guess you could say. Like, the more quiet, like, not not very quiet, but kind of the more sensible, intellectual kind of guys. But, um, in terms of Adam Gibbs' performance of Rookie, it was everything I could have hoped for and more. <laughs> oh Legitimately... My. Legitimately, um, this was probably one of, if not one of my favorite performances of the entire show among the new brothers at the very least. Uh, I think him and Bryson are probably my favorites of the new brothers. But, um, but yeah, I, it was very well done. He played it, like, he, pre- he played pretty much the majority of it rather soft and kind of quiet. But, um, he did have those moments where you can tell that something isn't right anymore. And you start seeing that shift before he locks Yui up in that room. That, like, okay, like that desperation and that need to really try and progress this along because he feels like he's failing. So there's a lot of characterization and development that Rookie kind of goes through throughout the season. And I basically, pretty much, I think that Adam played all of those phases of Rookie and going through that um, development and his story arc throughout the season. I think he played that very well. No, I, I agree. Rookie is the sentimental uh, vanilla choice. Shut up. I like vanilla, okay? 
Yeah, it's not the Vanilla only- is good ice cream. I was gonna say, that's not the only white stuff you want from Rookie. I'm gonna shut up before I say anything <laughs> that takes myself a hole. But no, uh, I agree with Steph. He really pervades a lot of Rookie, and I think he gets Rookie, like, when Rookie realizes he's wrong about things, I think he also plays emo whiny bitch really well. Yes, so, uh, <laughs> I think he was really good, but I don't think he was as good as Bryson, so fuck you, fight me. <laughs> fuck you, fight me, bitch. <laughs> Rookie, like, I really hate that he calls Yui livestock, first of all. I know it's in the Japanese, too, but I'm like, the, I another reason why I hate the fucking Mukamis. Um, and I feel like Adam Gibbs' performances performance i feel that he was kind of deadpan but i felt that he had a lot of authority within him like he was all business i know a lot of people say to me sometimes Gigi, you all business and i'm like no do you even know me um but i just i felt like he was all business um but his end card though his His end end card card. though (laughs) Um, (laughs) we're back to this again his end card yeah 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 like I feel like he feels nicer than Ayato, but um, he's just as goal oriented as he is. Like, right. you know, I feel I, like both of them have a sense of we need Yui for this, <laughs> and this is what they're going for. And then also, um, well, his sucking noises. <clears throat> oh, oh boy, here we go. Time to make um, Stephanie wet. <laughs> yes, he I'm has. Sorry, that's bad sucking and moaning noises they are so wet and appreciative (sighs) and he'll drink you so deep not like that not like that (laughs) he will drink you so deep so deep (laughs) megan oh my god megan what the fuck i don't even know what's going on fava beans and a nice shintani I feel like I haven't been as dirty as I could be, and instead I've just been making jokes. Like I feel like we just we just had to edit out a 15 minute point in time because I had a leg cramp because Lito was literally chomping into my shin, (laughs) and then I came back and I was like, oh, Uh, uh, no, no, it's not from pleasure. Uh, I felt like Yui right in that moment. Please, oh God, I love the tops. But G- Gigi kind of Oh my god. So when the, the, <laughs> So that he's swiping into my thigh. Meg, Megan, shut the fuck up. What just happened? Okay. Where so am G- I? Gigi. Yes. So but since we're preface, prefacing that we're suddenly having a fifteen minute cut here, because you missed some of the some of this that Meg and I were saying that uh Rookie, even though he he is basically like the brains and the one in charge of everything, he's again vanilla, <laughs> vanilla. He is um, vanilla. He he. In the end, he's the one who not only becomes the most sensible and actually probably possibly legitimately have feelings for Yui. He actually lets Yui make a choice. Yes. What is this? And that's does. the first time this has happened. Giving female characters agency is my king. <laughs> you know, if you were playing this game, you'd make the choice at the beginning. So I thought it was a nice way to tie it into the ending. Yeah. However, nice. God damn it! I need season three right now. I need to see who she picks, and it's probably going to be no one. 
Probably. I bet, I bet you that the new guys but, are going to come and kidnap her. Plot twist. But you're all my brothers, and I married into this family. Surprise! Oh my God, it's just no. the Halloween episode of Brothers Conflict. No. Da 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 da. No, for right. real though, for real though, if we're talking sensible and logic, go with Rookie, please. I, I don't <laughs> like logic. logic. I well, like... if you're into being a vanilla. basic bitch, pick Rookie. <laughs> I'm vanilla. I like vanilla. I know you are. I like bad boys like. with the sensitive side or complete assholes. So that's why I like who I like. Uh, here, Maso like Kitty that. has the sensitive side. It's just buried underneath the claws, like a cat. <laughs> Hashtag, this is why I'm single. I'm sorry, I'm into vanilla guys who are sweet and intelligent, and then maybe have some sort of uh, dark Fighting side fetish? to them. I'm not. I want some motherfucker to call me Bitch Chan, and then we'll go to town. Well, that's you. I like uh, sweet I like sweet and vanilla and things like that. Leave me alone. Megan doesn't like anyone. A girl like can dream, damn it. A girl <laughs> can fucking dream. My kink, my kink is uh, having my debts paid off and uh, sensibility. <laughs> Basically, what was it again? I wanted a sugar daddy with yes. none of the sugar, all of the daddy. All of the daddy. Yes. <laughs> that's why we would be good sister wives, because all I want is the sugar and not the daddy. All so. right, awesome. Sister wiving it, it is. Who are we going to catfish for this? I don't know. We'll find somebody. We'll find somebody. I'm just going to back the fuck off. <laughs> Bitch, no, you ain't. Get well, back here. Well, before. This is, not, this is not turning into a foursome. Let's let's say this right now. <sighs> it God, is if know. the Sakamaki triplets are involved. Sharing no. is caring, Lilac. Sharing is caring. No. Sharing is not is caring. caring right now. I love you. You love me. <laughs> Let's all bite this bitch you <laughs> with a great big suck and a, and, a, and a scream for me to you. Gigi. Won't you let me suck Gigi. you too? Gigi, can we just talk about our overall thoughts let's, and get this train wreck done and over with? <laughs> let's do that. Let's talk about our final thoughts on Diabolic Lovers. Two, um, sucking boogaloo. Um, Megan, why don't you start first since you just graced us with that lovely song? <laughs> ten slurps out of ten. <laughs> Is that all you have to say? No, actually, I thought this was a lot better to watch than the first season. It's the infinitely better season. Um, yeah. I think that the boys were really great. Um, I wish that the first season was as trashy and wonderful as this, but it's not. So uh, we're going to sit here and uh, have what we have. If a third season somehow gets made, I really want Sentai to dub it with the same writing and directing crew. You want me to go next? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, Mom Chan. Mom Chan is here. Uh, so I can agree with everything that Megan just said. Including um, the slurping noises? Not the slurping noises. <laughs> oh, no. fuck you. Not that. Um, the dub was infinitely improved upon from the first season, probably mostly because of the directing and writing team we have here, Chris Ayers and David Wald. Because, again, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, much more campy, a lot more fun. They just had go with it, cursing all over the damn place. They don't give a shit at this point. They know what kind of show and what kind of thing this is, and they just have fun with it. And that's all you could really ask for, is then just to have so much fun with a trashy show like this. And I mean, again, legitimately, the second season story-wise is actually better than the first. 
legitimately, if you're paying attention to plot stuff like I sometimes, like I usually do, but if you're unlike me and more like Gigi and don't give a shit about the story and trashy shoujo, <laughs> um, it's, the performances are definitely much more improved and they, again, they have a lot of fun with it. Um, and the new, we have improvements on the older cast members, which is fantastic, and the four, four, well, six, I should say, because we have the two founders, um, the newest additions, uh, they have a lot of fun with it, too. They, they, they knew what they signed up for probably the instant that they were told they could, they were cast in this show, and they just had fun with it. Overall, it's such a fun dub, um, if you want some trash in your life that can be very campy. It's a lot of fun, and I know, I, I imagine there's quite a few people that this isn't their cup of tea to begin with, and maybe when they watched the first season, they were very, very, like, wanting to distance themselves from it. Honestly, I can, I can see, I can see that happening. I can understand why that is. But if you push past season one and get straight into season two after that, you are in for a fun ride. Not gonna lie, you're in for a fun ride because the dub makes it so much fun. Uh, and I'm very glad that Gigi sent me her extra copy, but I do need to get the first season now because I don't have that. <laughs> you should. I got it for like ten bucks. It's like seven dollars. Bargain trash bin. Ha <laughs> ha Nice. Um, so is the person here who I legitimately do love the first season, and I love the dub of the first season. Um, to, to say the second season in the Japanese, not my favorite. I don't like the storyline of this season. I don't like the new characters as much as I like the old ones. And when I watched it, when it was airing, I was legitimately disappointed that the Sakamakis were pushed to the back burner and all we had were these new brothers and they were weird and they were violent. And I was like, where's my Laito? I don't know how to live my life now. However... I am more grateful than you can ever imagine that Sentai not only picked up the second season for distribution, but that they also decided to give the dub another chance. You guys know my soapbox platform, dub all the shoujo trashy shows, you know, but the first season compared to this one, oh my God, it's like fucking night and day. Diabolic yeah. Lovers More Blood, this dub is above and beyond all my expectations I had going into it. I'm about to cry. I love this shit so much. <laughs> you guys cry over meaningful crap, and I cry over Diabolic Lovers More Blood. This is how it goes. Um, again, again, guilty pleasure of mine. I love I, this shitty trash. <laughs> oh, God. I just, I'm so grateful that Chris and Dave gave this the trash treatment it, it deserved. You can't play this thing completely straight like they did the first time. And I think they really understood that and recognized what the material was. And especially the writing, I believe, that David Wald, because he played Reiji and he knew what it was going into it, which I'm not quite sure the original writer ever did, because um, it was so close to the Japanese version. They took this, they ran with it, they made it their own, they made it amazing. And because of the production team everybody's performance was amplified. I started to like the Mukami brothers who I didn't like at all in the Japanese because reasons. Um, and I just, I felt everybody had their trash game on and they were giving it all 6,900%. <laughs> and I just, 
loved every single second of it. It wasn't like a normal um, reverse harem that could have been boring and stupid. Because you guys know I love my reverse harems. Um, but this just, it made me so happy to have it. And I, I've, I've told this to people who work at Sentai. And I was like, you don't know like how amazing it is that you guys gave the second season of this show a chance. And you gave it the treatment that it deserved. It deserved this. It didn't deserve to, you know, have a crappy subtitle only release. Not, I mean, any release is good, but you know what I'm saying. It just, it deserved to have people who knew what they were doing and what they were getting into produce this and make it the trash treasure that it is. Oh, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Um, this is also very <laughs> sentimental to me because Diabolic Lovers is how I met these these two lovely ladies yes. who I spend more time talking with on a daily basis than I do, I think, my own family, which is why I wanted to host this episode and have this the original OG ladies night without any other girls. Y'all are great ladies, um, but this is very sentimental to me and I just I wanted us three to revisit and hopefully recapture some of the magic that the first dub talk episode had and oh i think we did i mean if <laughs> it if, some. <laughs> if it weren't for them and it weren't for diabolic lovers like i wouldn't be half as happy as i am in my internet life right now so oh i love you guys so much let's all drink wine you too. Oh, this is my internet don't make it gay gg <laughs> God damn bitch, it. We're gonna, bitch, we're gonna see each other in two months. months. Get hyped. I right know, now. I am hyped, and I'm hyped I'm for excited. our panel. If you guys didn't yes! know, we're hosting our very first ah! panel at Anime Fest Guess in what? Texas in August. <laughs> God damn it, here we go again. Oh my god, so we will make this super quick. If you guys are coming to Anime Fest in Texas in August, please come to our panel and check us out. We will love to talk Shoujo Trash with you. Um, we'll put up an announcement we'll, video where we know what our time and date is. Yeah, exactly. Because right now, right now the panel is approved, but we don't know when it is going to be scheduled for that weekend. We will let you guys know with bells on. We will also record it. I'll make sure we record it so you guys can yeah. watch it after we get back. Now, if you want to watch the Shoujo Trashy best dub ever for diabolic lovers more blood um i would say there's no place you can do it except to buy it however um sentai has yeah. partnered with a new streaming site called high dive that's the name of it right yes h-i-d-i-v-e dot it actually it actually quite literally launched the day before we recorded this um <laughs> and it's still in beta right now so there's obviously some bugs here and there and they're and the site is aware of it. They are working through it. Uh, but both seasons of Diabolic Lovers are on here, and they have the dub for both of them. They, they are dubbed. This this is a kink. We're not going to shame High Dive. So you can go on there and watch them streaming, or please support them. Please tweet Sentai Filmworks, post on their Facebook, do whatever you want to thank them for this wonderful, wonderful show. Um, everybody loves to, to know that their work is appreciated. So if yeah. you can, do it. Um, so you can watch it there. Hi Dive, um, I believe they have a one week free trial. And, and then, then I think they have a special going on right now where I think it's like three ninety nine a month. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how long that's going to last or how long it's going to stick. Exactly. So go to their website to check out the details if you want to watch it streaming. Otherwise, you can buy it on DVD and Blu-ray. Okay, here comes that time of the night. Um get your plastic friends out because it's time to plug ourselves so go for it <laughs> megan wow gg i went there oh boy 
Uh, my name is did. Megan when I'm not shit toasting and pooping myself. Um, God damn it. I'm getting yelled at by my mom. Um, you can follow me at QueenEra2 on Twitter. That's all I really do now. Um, yeah, and other than work. Uh, or you can uh, follow. Yeah, just follow me for shit tweeting and yelling at Andrew, who's a fucking loser. <laughs> nice. All right, Mom Chan. All right, my name is Mom Chan. No, um, I'm Stephanie. My name is Emilio Bandersnatch, and I own a Jamie Slaughterhouse down in Sale. Anyway, um, I'm Stephanie, also known as Lilac. Um, primarily, I usually keep myself holed up in my apartment editing these episodes all the fucking time when I'm not working, like, 50 hours a week. Um, if you are interested in catching and seeing any of my... I don't want to say shit-tweeting, because it's not really shit-tweeting. My shenanigans. Um, you can follow me. <laughs> it's not shit. I don't shit-tweet like shit some post. people do. I shit-post. really fucking kidding. <laughs> you shit-post all the time. You can follow me on Twitter at Lilac Anime Review with review being spelled R-E-V-U-E. All right, and my name is Gigi. Uh, when I'm not on Dub Talk talking about shoujo trash and hot boys who are animated and will never date me, um, I host Anime Palooza over on YouTube, where I do a bunch of hauls, unboxings, and talk about pretty things and basically that is all from me if you'd like to follow us here on dub talk um you're doing it right now go to our youtube page uh, it's youtube.com slash dub talk where you can find all of our previous episodes you can also follow us on twitter at dub talk podcast you can follow us on instagram tumblr and whatever other social medias that other people have decided to set up because it wasn't me um at dub talk podcast uh that's everything right i think so all right i feel like i've kind of run a marathon but in like the worst way possible but i still want to moan a lot and i'll (laughs) save you that because we're not dating and this is a skype call that not happening like that right now no uh, (laughs) let's not can we just call it oh. night? Oh, I hear someone slurping in the back right now. This is, the, this is the after dark. Dub talk after dark. Anyway, <laughs> Megan's going to slurp us out. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you and I love all your faces and your shoujo trash. May all your, may all your trash be shoujo. And it, Remember kids, only Jesus can kick shame you. God damn it. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. Sharing is caring. Have a good night. I'll talk about everyone. Love your faces. <laughs> okay, Fine press stop now. now. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm done.